0: You are now tuned into the Forever One Marriage and Relationship Podcast with Team Wade. Get ready for tools to create a healthy marriage and relationship the godly way. Hey everybody, what's happening?
1: Hello everybody, welcome to Team Wade where we're giving you tools for a successful
0: marriage. Hey, we got another one coming for you today and this one we want to talk about serving one another. Ooh, serving one another. Yeah, there. serving one another.
1: I like that. God yeah. gave me a revelation of that early in our marriage when I had an issue with um, how much you got to do a lot of stuff while I was at home with the kids. And that. So
0: in other words, you should have got a life. So, you <laughs> was hating on me because I had a life.
1: No, I had responsibility. We had responsibilities. Of course. And so uh, the Lord spoke to me and told me, uh, you are too caught up in life that you cannot enjoy life.
0: Whoa. So in other words, you're doing life so much that you're missing life.
1: Exactly. And he said it also about you. You need to learn how to serve your husband Mm. and stop worrying about what he is and what he's not doing. And so that was a reality check for me. And that was my first revelation of the scripture that greatest is, is is he among you who is a servant. So he gave me that scripture and that really dealt with my heart. And I started, you know, uh, to lighten up on nagging about you and what you were doing and started focusing more on how could I serve you. And that was very humbling and that was very hard to do because I felt like I was getting the shorter end of the stick until that revelation came that I was the greater one.
0: Well, but that that is the very thing that we want to talk to uh, all of our uh, audience here today. We want to let them know, just imagine how amazing your marriage would be if the focus is out serving each other yes. to serve your spouse.
1: And I'm going to go back to that. I thought I was the greater one, so I wasn't missing out on anything.
0: So no, good. where you got the revelation got that the, the revelation. greatest serve. That's right. That the recipient is not the greater one. It's the one that's serving that's the mm-hmm. greater one. And so... But you got to have that revelation and not feel like you're being taken advantage of or somebody's getting over on you. Yes. Because that's the thing. And I wanted to read a scripture out of Galatians 5 uh, 13 through 15. Mm-hmm. And it says, For you, brethren, have been called to liberty. Only do not use your liberty as an opportunity or as an occasion for the of flesh, mm-hmm. but through love serve one another that's good for all the law is fulfilled in one word even in this you shall love your neighbor as yourself Mm -hmm. but if you bite and devour one another beware lest you be consumed by one another wow so you got a lot of marriages that are being consumed by each other because they refuse to serve each other. Mm. Everything needs to be my way, my, my, my. I didn't like this. I didn't like that. As opposed to serving, genuinely listening to your spouse, genuinely looking at what they want and what they like and, mm-hmm. and actually try to give it to them. What would a marriage look like if each partner did that?
1: Man, that takes a lot of humility. Oh. um, And one of the things we know Always gets in the way of a healthy marriage is yeah. selfishness. Yes. And so you can't have selfishness and
0: humility at the same time. They they both can't abide in the same space. Exactly. Just like light and dark. Exactly. Yeah.
1: And so if, if you ask that question, I feel like that would be healthy marriages, but yeah. it takes a level of humility. Which
0: what you're saying is you got to die to yourself. You have to die to yourself. You can't be the focus anymore. Oh, come
1: on. Come yes, on, yes. you can't be. You can't allow the focus to remain on you. What you're not getting, what they're getting, and yeah. you know. And so it takes a
0: level of humility. So it's really the mind of Christ because he said, "Let this mind be in you that was also in Christ." Mm-hmm. So he didn't even focus on himself; he focused on us, and that's how our marriages should be. That if I try to outserve you and make sure that you're getting the things that you want. And you, in turn, do the same to me. Our marriage is better. Man, that's a recipe for success. Yes, it is.
1: For, for my spouse to focus on my needs or t- for you to focus on your spouse's needs yeah. and your spouse focusing on your needs, yes. then no needs will go unmet, yeah. you know? Uh, and so that's a recipe for success.
0: But you know what I found out? Most people think if I'm so busy giving you what you want, I never get what I want. Right. But somebody need to start it out. Somebody need to sow the seed first Mm -hmm. because the Bible says, except a corn of wheat fall in the ground and die, it abides alone. Mm -hmm. So in other words, you have to, the seed must give itself to the ground in order to multiply itself. That's good. So if you give yourself in serving your spouse and then really believe the principle and the law of sowing and reaping, Mm -hmm. you would reap what you've sown and the harvest it's always greater than the seed that you've sown.
1: That's good. That's good. So let's give them some practical things of how to serve your spouse, because I think um, people may say, okay, well, I get that principle, but what does that look like for, you know, our marriage? And what does it look Mm -hmm. like for us individually? So let's give them some practical things. I
0: mean, I I can only use practicality from our experience. Mm -hmm. So like for me, I listen to my wife. And so the Bible tells us as husbands to dwell with our wives according to knowledge. So I listen to you. Mm-hmm. The things that you're thinking about, the things that concern you, I try to make them concern me. And so I try to make them happen. They may not happen at the time and that you think. And I may not even mention it, but I'm processing, I'm working on how I can give you what you're looking for. That's good. And so um that that is the thing. And then Plus I try to serve you in ways that I don't want you doing certain things mm-hmm. as being my wife. And so I serve you in those ways.
1: Yeah. And, and so, you do the same. and I do the same. And so you have to, to first be a, uh, intent to, intentional about listening to what they may say. Yep. So say for instance, if you know, y'all just talking and, and just, or at dinner and they make mention, uh, Oh, I really like that, that purse or I really like that. Uh, outfit, yep. or or yes. I would. My friend told me they were going on a trip, and I would love to go on a trip. Or, you know, my friend told me, you know, so so be intentional about listening yep. to the things that they are desiring, and yep. and be uh, willing and have a desire to give them every desire that they want. You and know what I mean? That's reasonable.
0: I mean, mm-hmm. because you may have been saving money for you some shoes, but then you heard she wanted the purse. And you sacrifice and give it up for for the sake of what they ask.
1: Absolutely. And so even uh, things around small things, not expensive things, Mm -hmm. things around the house. Uh, For instance, you know, your your spouse, you know, is doing the laundry a lot. So you take on that responsibility
0: or like what you do. You fold my clothes for me. Mm -hmm. You don't have to do that. See, a lot of times there are things that happen in marriages. Somehow we've been convinced that people are obligated you're Mm -hmm. supposed to do. Come on. Come on. So what happens when we do that? We develop an entitlement mindset, right? That we're no longer appreciative, thankful, uh, and, and giving people that just do when they do something for you, no one has to do anything. See, we're used to the old tradition just because my, you saw your mother or your grandmother cleaning the house, cooking, cleaning, all of those things. But did she ever get appreciated? Did she mm-hmm. ever get honored for that? Wow. So a lot of times we create these roles in our marriages mm-hmm. and then we, we don't appreciate them anymore. Right. It, it become white noise. It become like a scent that you've adjusted to. You'll begin to adjust to the things that your spouse do and not really appreciating what they do. Right. The big and the small. And then you'll be on to the next thing. Like, oh, you supposed to do that. Now go do this. Yeah. No, when you're serving, you want to, whoever is serving you, you want to make sure that they feel appreciated. Absolutely. That you're not feeling entitled that they're supposed to do. And simple thank yous. You know, my husband,
1: you know, he gets the door for me all the time.
0: And I'm always saying thank you.
1: Yes. Uh, It's not like, you know. Uh, it goes without being, I'm, want, I'm wanting him to know that yeah. it's not going without being noticed. Yes. So a simple thank you for it, no matter how many times a day he does it, it's always a thank you. Yeah. And so those simple things right there, letting your spouse know how much you appreciate them, that you're listening and that you're attentive yeah. is very important for
0: you all to uh, come on the same page and serve one another. Especially like you think about if your spouse been spending a lot of time, they've been working extra, or they've been overloaded in this season, and you're paying attention and you're seeing they're frustrated. Mm-hmm. So you could begin to do something like, let me rub your feet, let me uh, draw your bubble bath and put candles in and the music and you get away from the children. I got the children, i put them down, I'll do this, that, and the other. Right. So there's many ways you can serve. Your husband may have been working extra hours. So you're making sure his meals are prepared, mm-hmm. making sure his clothes are taken care, whatever. Whatever that is in your marriage, we're not here to say it needs to be done this way or that way. You just need to be you just need to focus on your your marriage, your spouse and be very intentional about serving the things that make that brings them joy. Yes. And and so this is what the scripture is saying. We're, We're not to use our liberty as an occasion for the flesh, which means Mm self-serving the thing that would make you comfortable but come outside of yourself and begin to sow those seeds of of sacrifice and serving one another and and watch how your marriage go to the next level
1: i'm telling you the whole atmosphere of the marriage you're happier you're more appreciative of one another yeah Uh, there's no room for dissension there Mm -hmm. uh, because you it's like a, a gratefulness that comes on you uh for the the small things so
0: yeah you know what else though mm-hmm. it kills the spirit of competition yes because i you got five, I got three right <laughs>
1: you got you to know, go out man. with your friends three times last week
0: I't got to do anything right you went yeah. shopping last week, and I didn't so you you begin to kill the spirit of competition if you if you allow the spirit of serving one another to come into your marriage into your home. And the environment would be totally different.
1: Absolutely. Well, we hope this has really helped you. I hope you apply these things and serve one another. Yes. And watch a peace that begins to come in your home and you'll kill that spirit of competition and distinction. So Team Wade, signing out.
0: Amen. Don't forget to like, comment, share, and make sure you hit that bell so you can be notified every time we're bringing some content.
1: Team Wade, signing out.
0: God bless you.